and welcome back fellow riders hop on to the omnibus well, for the newbies omnibus is a simple vanilla straight talk it revolves around topics which crowd our mind every day each ride we discuss issues at work and the life which surrounds it we break the shackles of being politically correct without being offensive or judgmental and yes there is a lot of traffic so it does take time to discuss issues in detail if this is what piques your interest you are on the right bus so sit back turn up the volume and enjoy the bus talk i'm gb and you're listening to the bus talk on omnibus in today's ride we must talk about job interviews and hiring quirks in india part 2 this is further to our previous episode on the same topic where we briefly touched upon the hiring landscape in india and some of the typical situation job seekers find themselves in while they interview for jobs in today's ride though we'll dive into a part of the recruitment process where the recruiter calls you for a job uh, requirement and how you as a job seeker respond to those questions it's a very inter- it is a very interesting conversation and i'll give you a quick excerpt and then we will do the analysis on this topic of how both the recruiter and the job seeker could fare better with the answers or the questions they go through during the conversation So let me give you an abridged version of that conversation before we jump in. So the conversation starts like this when you pick up the phone the recruiter asks, "Are you looking for a change?" "Yes." "Why are you looking for a change now?" "Mm, I'm looking for a bigger challenge." "Oh, okay. What is your current compensation?" "50 lakhs." "Okay. What is your expected compensation?" "Ah, uh, the usual 30%." and what is your notice period one month okay good let me get back to you sounds familiar isn't it i know i this is a very abridged version there are there's more to the conversation but let me tell you and break this converse, conversation down for you to show you the amount of assumptions and mistakes that are laced in a simple conversation like this and how the subtext or the unspoken vocabulary that is exchanged between these two people in the conversation so let's start right at the beginning when you when the recruiter gets the job description the math is something like this the business is already either about to lose a person or the person has put in the paper or has been terminated so the job description goes at a time when they need to hire a person really quickly at that point in time the recruiter already is perhaps dealing with five or seven requirements to get say one or say seven requirements closed they would at least need 7 into 10 70 shortlists say 1 is to 10 is the hiring ratio for 10 uh, shortlisted resumes they hire one person so seven requirements into 10 is 70 shortlists to get to a stage of 70 shortlists they would perhaps need to sift through 150 resumes so by the time they get to you your resume 
they are already behind time and they want to have a quick conversation to understand the fit so what do they do they look for keyword match of your resume to that in the job description most recruiters have become fulfillment agents instead of business partners now i'll explain fulfillment agent being you give me a requirement i'll search for it on the net as long as it matches what you do with it i don't know these this this is simplifying the role of the recruiter or the recruitment process and it becomes highly redundant in time your job becomes very easy to replace because it doesn't hold that big a value the real value that a recruiter can bring to the table is to advise be a trusted advisor to the management sometimes managements uh, tend to think that it is a shopper stop out there all you need to do is advertise a position and you can get the right size shape color of fit and you can just pick it off the shelf and plug and play resources are not easily available and more importantly good resources are very difficult to find therefore it is the job of the recruiter to explain to to counsel the business of the job description at every review or uh, business review meeting right to explain that if this is what you are looking for you are perhaps looking for a superman but turns out there is only one and he may not need a job right you you are looking for a person who's perhaps a 7 on 10 fit these are the five or six things which will fit into your job description but these are the two or three things which you will have to train or enable this person are you okay with that that is like advising as a business partner but this does not happen very often this is i can say these conversations are very rare in in business discussions in the heat of the moment in the pace of the moment they all they say is here is the job description go and get me 10 resumes so that's the time when the recruiter gives you a call clearly he or she is in a hurry so the conversation is rather abrupt right and it goes like hey are you looking for a change now if you had answered yes the subtext is are you sounding too desperate if you answered no would you lose the opportunity from a recruitment standpoint if you ask a question like a close ended question like are you looking for a change which answers in a yes or a no if the person says no the risk in that is you could lose a good candidate sometimes good candidates need to be explained the scope of the role the potential of the role a little better a little deeper and for that you need to understand where they are their current career situation and where they want to go yes it is time consuming but it is it will improve your conversion rates you will not need to therefore reach out to say 30 candidates to close one you could perhaps do it in 10 candidates it will take more time but you will get the right candidate sooner likewise for the job seeker you also if somebody asks you a close ended question like are you looking for a change you can go ahead and ask an, a question in return can you tell me more about the job the role the position how what is the charter for the role can you explain it to me in a little more detail than what's there on the job description this kind of gives you an insight into the company culture if the recruiter is calling from the company or if it is an agency then you will you can have some questions for this 
uh, intermediary to go back and ask the parent company. Moving on, the second question, of course, is are you looking for a challenge? And you are like the most, uh, or rather, when the recruiter asks, what are the re- what is the reason that you want to move on to a new role? The common answer that I hear is, oh, I'm looking for a bigger challenge. Now, the understanding is, does the subtext there is, does it mean that you don't have enough challenges now? I mean, are you seriously looking for more challenges? I mean, this is an answer which used to work really well even 20 years ago. Right now, you've got to come up with something smarter and more realistic. The realistic answer to this could be something on the lines of your career aspirations, a career arc that your goal in 20 years is to be here. At the 10-year mark, you are somewhere here and you are looking for a role which can catalyze, which can expedite this movement in the next five years. And the role description that you shared with me somewhere sounds similar where I could leverage my skill sets to accelerate my career. That kind of makes for a more logical understanding, logical reply. Moving further, the the classic conversation about what is your current CTC. And let me tell you, dear recruiters, it's a very inappropriate question to ask a company confidential information. Nowadays, most companies will have you sign a non-disclosure. People are bound, even after quitting, they are bound 12 to 14 months or 16 months to not disclose company confidential information. Besides, what will you get out of it? You know, if if the person says my CTC is uh, 50 lakhs, it has no bearing on what compensation you have been allotted for the role. Each role has a low, mid and a high compensation range. So the role that you are uh, seeking a candidate for perhaps has a budget of 30 lakhs. So, and if the candidate's aspirational number is say 50 lakhs, you can upfront say that, you know, this uh, the role that we have is at a much lower budget. Would you be open for something on those lines? If the answer is no, the person is not your candidate anyways. But to ask current compensation and compensation structure is highly inappropriate because A, it is a private matter. It is somebody's personal finances. Second, you're respecting. It's a good thing if a candidate respects a company's confidentiality. Like if I'm in a company, I don't want to share how my compensation is structured into the market. If this practice has been going on for ages, then it has to stop somewhere and it has to start somewhere. Why not with you? You must advise that the way a compensation is broken up in say, uh, and, and I'm just giving some random examples. How a compensation structure is done in IBM is very different to, say, Oracle, very different to, say, Amazon. On the same job job levels, if you will, but very, very different components. So it is highly unlikely that you can look at somebody's pay slip and say, let me base the compensation on that. It's a faulty practice. The business or finance has given you a budget for the role, that budget is what you need to stick to. Clearly, if the candidate is below expectations and you found nobody else, then it is the lower end of the compensation range. Most candidates will close at the mid-range or above mid-range and you reserve the top dollar for the top of the line, no-brainer, walk straight in kind of a candidate who's like the 
near perfect fit likewise on the other end of the line when candidates are asked job seekers are asked what is your expected ctc most common answer is uh, the usual 30% now i often question this 30% is basis what which hr association of india or nascom or any of the governing authorities has stipulated a 30% increase is it basis inflation is it basis economy well in which case it should be like less than 10% so clearly there is no basis for this 30% so don't make such assumptions maybe your market value is just 11% or 12% more than what you are drawing the flip side can happen as well maybe your compensation uh, or the role or at hand can give you 70% more you as a candidate have to understand whether you are overestimating yourself or underselling yourself you have to at least study the market little more carefully if you can't study and if you don't have enough data go talk to people who are at a senior level they will give you a, a realistic understanding of what is a good reference range finally the question around the notice period notice period is one month now again good candidates if they are needed uh, at a sooner date don't ask them to wave off the notice period if you're not willing to buy off the notice period if you say yes i will take care of your notice period join us from monday great but if you cannot then don't have these expectations where the candidate will suddenly say yes i can join from day after tomorrow so you see this conversation was very short uh, you know just five or six points but so much of subtext which we repeatedly make mistakes at both ends both from a candidate end and and the recruiter end which you need to bear in mind the next time you get a job interview i hope the conversation was useful to you for this ride that's all i had to share and this is a continuation this is a series and there will be many more such episodes and i look forward to your feedback commentary questions suggestions or doubts if you had any you know exactly what to do so until we meet the next time stay well be well bring your a game to work be peaceful and be safe peace out well that's all i had for this ride folks hope you had a good time listening as much as i had sharing these thoughts with you and if you really enjoyed this ride do check out the other episodes on the omnibus and if you like what you hear do share this ride with other fellow riders who might appreciate similar content if you have questions do send me a message on the link below or leave a comment on my linkedin page which is www.linkedin.com/in/ban spelled as a a y a n b a n and i will do my best to include them in the next episode so we can have an interactive dialogue be sure to tune in next week though there is a fascinating episode coming up just for you till then stay well stay safe and bring your a game to work You are listening to Bus Talk on Omnibus and I'm your host GB. Peace out.